Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Fill her up! You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Zach Amico's Midnight Spook Show. It's Akamiko's Midnight Spook Show. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you love the show, and we know you do, go to GasCentralNetwork.com. Use that promo code ZAC for a seven-day free trial. You can also go to PodcastMerch.com for hats, hoodies, t-shirts, and long sleeves. I am joined by two wonderful gentlemen who were just on Bye Guys uh, recently, and I think we're going to have a very fun day. I am hanging out with Peter Angelo. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. And... Tristan Bowling. Yo, what's Not up? Tristan Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, nailed it this time. Uh, how you guys doing today? Fucking great, man. I'm fantastic. This is going to be a real fun day. Uh, thank you guys so much for your time. I appreciate it. We're doing a marathon session of tapings today at the Gas Digital Network, and it's been a fun goddamn fucking day. So for people that have been watching the podcast all week, yes, I do usually change my clothes. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm wearing the same thing all week on the network. Uh Peter, what do you want people to check out? Uh, dates, uh, projects, social media, anything you want. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Metal P Comedy, as well as TikTok. I post a lot of clips there. I'm going to be in Austin uh, February 13th through the 19th at a couple different shows there. You can check me out. Uh, also on YouTube, uh, You're Up is a new like stand-up series that I'm being a part of, filmed at Stand Up New York. So if you check that out. Look up Peter Angelo on You're Up on YouTube. Very, very cool. Tristan? Oh, yeah, follow me on uh, Instagram at Tristan is a Comedian, and uh, follow my uh, podcast, Final Stop, a uh, bunch of Arizona boys talking shit, being goofy, doing a poo-poo pee-pee stuff, which is a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, check me out on Insta for all my dates. I'm not... That's what I do. Fantastic. Guys, if you want to see me live, February the 17th and 18th, I will be in Saratoga Springs, New York, headlining. Come hang out. It should be a ton of fun. And uh, as far as that, you know, just follow me on Instagram. Zach is not funny. Follow Catalyst Wrestling and all the other fun shit we do. And we got some movie news coming soon as well. Before we go any further, oh, yeah, fucking Alex is having a baby. Go to her Instagram at I am Alex Scar. Click on the link in her profile. Buy that baby some stuff for the registry. And we're going to give it a big kiss when it comes out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before we go any further, I have a word from our sponsors. Hey, fans of the show over the age of 21, I just want to talk to you about our favorite sponsor, the marquee sponsor of Skankfest and all the great things we do here at the Gas Digital Network, and that's our good friends at Yo Kratom, the home of the $60 kilo. Guys, if you do Kratom, and do not start on my account, but if you do Kratom, there is only one place you should be purchasing it from. They have all your favorite strains, great customer service, and you got to stop going to smoke shops, bodegas, and gas stations when you can get $60 kilos. That's right, kilos. That's right. 
kilos delivered right to your door. It's the best deal in Kratom, and they are the best sponsor in the world. They take such good care of us. Please love the sponsor that loves us. That's YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Thank you. And we're back. Guys, today's movie, 1987, Salary Dweller, directed by John Carl Buechler. Uh, John is one of the greatest special effects artists of all time, giving us uh, some Freddy Krueger, some Jason, some Ghoulies, uh, all the way up until recently where he worked on a ton of great stuff. And uh, this is one of his movies that he directed. It is written by Don Mancini, who gave us Chucky. Yeah, holy shit. And it stars Jeffrey Combs from Reanimator. And it is going to be a very fun, silly, gory, weird, monstery day here on the Spook Show. You know how to do this. You can download the episode and listen right along with us uh, and watch the movie however you would like. Uh, it is on YouTube for free. I don't know who uploaded it. It wasn't me, but I ain't telling you not to go there. <laughs> or just fucking watch the goddamn episode on GasDigitalNetwork.com. We screen the movie for free Friday nights at midnight with a pre-stream starting at 11.30, curated by myself and Alex. And uh, just fucking tune in, man. But however you support the show, we truly appreciate you. Ladies in the booth, roll that beautiful Buchler footage. Ten, nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I always love when special effects guys get their chance. Oh yeah, I, I, that's, I was into it today because <laughs> I was looking up Screaming Mad George stuff, and I'm like, I know John Carl Buechler did another movie that we haven't watched on here, but he did everything up until like pretty recently. He was doing effects on some pretty wild shit. He died, I think, a year or two ago. Oh shit! Oh damn. Uh, but he was around, man. He put in, he yeah. put in the fucking time, and uh, I know there's a bunch of Easter eggs in this to other people's movies. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I know there's a Reanimator poster somewhere, and then the main lady in this, Yvonne Carlo, you guys would know as, I believe, uh, Lily Munster. Oh fuck! Oh no way! Wow. Yeah, this is a fucking fun one, dude. Cellar dweller. That's... Yeah, so it's basically uh, a comic book artist monster comes to life and haunts people. Oh, that rules! It's not exactly. Uh, we're not working too hard on this one, guys. <laughs> an effects guy made it. We're not yeah, going to go too deep on the plot. Yeah, it's just an it's an excuse to show all the cool shit. <laughs> just perving out in his own drawing. So since I'm just getting to know you guys, uh, Tristan, what scared you as a kid? What horror movies were the ones that fucked you up? Uh, the Exorcist. Uh, it wasn't even the movie. Just uh, Winda Blair in a just like that maze game. I know exactly the photo you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Just like nothing. Like I can watch The Exorcist all day, but just that <laughs> solid photo will freak me the fuck out. Yep. For me, it was Chucky. Yep. I, I saw Chucky as a kid, age, and it yeah. was that. It was that. It was a weird time, like, for a little while when I was little, nothing scared me. Then I hit this point where, like, I was fucking terrified of everything. I don't know if Chucky caused it. Yeah, no, Chucky was the big one. Yeah. Uh, that Exorcist, I, there's a couple online photos. The Exorcist, there was one that was, what's the fear of a lot of holes? Tryptophobia? Uh, uh yeah, Is something that like called? that. Like, like pores and shit like that? There was a photo of a titty. <laughs> filled with maggots that Ugh. was fake Ew. but it had tons of holes in it with maggots coming out That's and, no and I found out it was fake on Snopes <laughs> but for some reason that picture yeah. haunts I hate shit like that I had trypophobia thank you that's how a lot of gay guys are made yeah <laughs> fearful just seeing maggot a lot titties. of holes maggot, maggot titties yeah. <laughs> and I watch disgusting things yeah. 
all the time. For some reason, that bums me out. I went to a fucking... And, Peter, you might be able to relate to me on this. I went, dude, I went to a deathmatch show over the weekend. Yeah. I was oh, I wish horrified. I, I wish I went to that. I was horrified. I saw a photo. And I loved it. Was it cool? Yeah. I loved it. It's like my shit. I love watching it. I've never been that close to it for that long. It's exhausting. Yeah. It was so much. <laughs> it seems a little bit more than light cardio. Yeah, it was... And maybe I mean I got to witness the funniest and for people that hate when I talk about wrestling, I'm very sorry, but so the, for people that don't know, there's uh there was a guy who used to be a WWE wrestler on the show named Enzo Amore. He was on it? Yeah. Fuck. He wrestled Juventud Guerrera. Oh shit. And uh he is definitely not the kind of guy who would do this sort of vi- yeah. ultra violent thing. Looks awesome. That looks fantastic. Yep, and he figured out his drawings have come to life. You got to double take that? That's that more happened than a coincidence. Quick. He's like, wait, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I swear to God. Lock the bitch in there. She's dead. Get out. And of course, we've talked about on the show Jeffrey Combs, one of the most prolific horror actors yeah. of all time. Also, one of, I believe, the only person to play multiple characters in multiple versions of Star Trek. Really? Yeah, he's two different people on one version of Star Trek, and he's in all the other Star Treks. He's just good at Star Trek. Yeah. There's this guy, Enzo Amore, and he's definitely not like the blood and guts type of guy, yeah. and he wore a white track suit, <laughs> uh, and he's like carrying his bag, and I could see him just kind of like, what the fuck am I here for? Yeah. And then his, his match was first, and then right before intermission was uh, a match with about a few hundred light tubes being broken <laughs> and it was uh, this guy I love Big F and Joe from England whereas another guy Drake Younger and they yeah. were just covered in blood and I saw Enzo try to sneak out of the building before intermission and he accidentally bumped into one of them <laughs> as he was just leaving and covered the side of his tracksuit in blood and was disgusted oh, that's and fantastic. the joy I felt in my heart to That's watch this the, dumb Guido douchebag. ruin his white tracksuit <laughs> with the blood of a man in a deathmatch made me so happy. Yeah, that won't come out. Oh, it was the bad. Aaron Harris, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Some sauce? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, it made me so, so fucking happy. This, ha- this, wow, this happened fast. Yeah, yeah, we're going. <laughs> There's no the movie picked up. Build up, he's like, drawing monster. Yep. That Subtlety is not the name of the game here. Well, there's a monster. He drew it. Now he's got to kill it. It's kind of like it's happening in real time. You don't really got time to think about it. It's like, oh, fuck, monsters are real now. I kind of want it to be like, now I want like a version where he just keeps drawing them to slay them as like a challenge to himself. He's like, I'm the ultimate gladiator. I will keep drawing new monsters to beat them. I would just draw myself with a huge working cock. (laughs) That would be great. I was about to say. Stunt cock. Get in there. If he just doesn't pump out bangable chicks. Yeah. (laughs) Can you draw, like, personality? <laughs> Just be like, she likes me for me. <laughs> the thought bubble over her head. Yeah. Oh, no. She's slightly bloody with a titty out. <laughs> so as a low-budget horror movie from... Uh, the 80s and 90s, this, of course, will take advantage of the as few location changes as <laughs> yep, possible. Just this, yeah. Same spot from a different angle to tell you it to be a different room. Back in the room. 
They spent all the money he on the. He kind of does look like Bruce Campbell a little bit. He oh, does. 100%. Right? He's, okay. he's way just Bruce, Cam- Bruce Campbell. Yeah, right. <laughs> they got a shiny fucking axe for the amount of money they spent. That does look cool. Yeah. It's got a very. It looks like a giant ghoulie. Actually, yeah. That is 100% It's 100% true. what yeah, it looks like. Absolutely. By the way, probably the safe size as a ghoulie. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. it just shot very close. Four feet tall, not even. I like it how he was using, like, the Necronomicon as reference. Yeah. Yeah, but did you see the monsters. inside of it? It was drawn like a fucking fairy tale book. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, bookbinding is a uh, human face, but it's got good doodles. Oh, that now it's really a ghoulie. Yeah. <laughs> What a fun opening. <laughs> you know everything you need to know. Yeah. That apparently That's this cool. guy had a comic book. Why he dresses like that to do a comic book, I would probably be questioned. He's like, why is he I dressed am, like a doctor? I am a scientist. I am a scientist why of he comics. Identically to Herbert West. <laughs> he just finished shooting a different movie, just like walked on, like, oh, I changed costume. Nah, fuck it. Just stay dressed like that. No, should have thought about that. Uh, I love stories of people who don't know what character they are in what movie. <laughs> it was Empire Pictures, by the way. It was the pre- predecessor to uh, Full Moon that we talk about all the time. Uh, I was reading about when they were shooting Back to the Future. They made Michael J. Fox shoot on Family Ties all day and then drive him to the set. God damn. And then do a full day on uh, Back of the Future. I wonder if they're having Parkinson's. And then he would go to bed at like 6 in the morning and have to be back at like 10. I didn't sleep for like two hours. Yeah, that's fucking And how he didn't remember like who he was. Like he would be so tired that he didn't know if he was in Family Ties or Back (laughs) of the Future. That's wild. And then <laughs> afterwards, he's like, thank God, on my hard work and acting, I could just coast. Yeah. At least I don't have a debilitating disease. Well, then he apologized to the director at the end of Back to the Future. He was like, hey, I'm sorry, I really suck at this movie. And then it's like infamous. Yeah, and then it becomes a huge hit. Yeah. He actually, in the thing, he talks about how he thought Teen Wolf was going to be a bomb. And he was mad that he wasn't offered Back to the Future. And he... And in his words, creepy Crispin Glover was. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know that Back of the Future was somebody else, and they started shooting it and realized yeah, they didn't was, like it. Yeah, they didn't like it when they got rid of him. Yeah, they fired the original yeah. kid, who was like another re- re- like fairly well, very well known yeah, actor. Time. Not anymore. There's like a bunch of scenes where it's just another guy. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. Yeah, and they cut it all and restarted. That's gonna be such a pain in the ass. Well, it's gotta suck to. When you're that guy, get fired, then it's a huge hit. Because you got to be going, this movie's going to suck. Yeah. Yeah, You got to be hoping. And then it's one of the, it's an American classic. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that's like, how shitty you have to be for them to be like, all right, we're just going to start again. We're going to take the hit (laughs) on however many millions of dollars it costs to shoot this. Like, when they fired him, did everyone applaud? (laughs) This guy sucks. I think it's worth driving Michael J. Fox insane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to take the hit, lose a bunch of money. And destroy this other actor's life for a little yeah, while. We will consume him. 
to bring him back to the future. Uh, and I've yapped about this before, but I don't know if I've, talked to you, I've never talked to you guys about it. Uh, there's a, and I believe that is a pseudonym for uh, Dominicini. Uh, if I'm not, if my fact sheet's correct, uh, there's a director I love named Albert Pion. He's just made a, he just died, uh, but he made a bajillion bad straight to the DVD type movies. Uh, he made uh, Doll Man for Full Moon, which is one of my favorite movies. It was awesome shit. But he went to Europe to shoot all these, basically get all these rappers in these like crime movies. Yeah. So he got like Big Pun, <laughs> Ice T, Snoop, uh, and they were they're all in these terrible straight to like two thousand year two thousand era yeah. straight to DVD crime movies. Damn. But he was shooting three movies simultaneously. Holy shit! Sharing locations and costumes with the same actors. And when you talk to those guys that were in it, they are like, we don't know who we are or what's going on in any scene in any of those movies. He would just go action, and they go, what movie is this? He would go, I don't know. <laughs> just fucking pick one. They wouldn't even know who they were playing. They would that just rules. sit there and like play cards like, or something. Like pulling the, the, the John Malkovich and Con yeah. Air who didn't, didn't know anything about the movie. They were yeah. just like, that's crazy. He's like, all right. My mother, she would just say, Stuart. You steer clear from that place. You understand? It's a bad place. In fact, uh, just a month ago, I, I picked up... Ah, oh, what a piece of shit. Well, he told me a hell of a lot of bizarre stories. Uh, oh. Hey, thanks. Uh, are you an artist? Yes. <laughs> thanks. You know, I'm a cartoonist. Ah, Bitch. Uh, well, listen, you just watch out for something. Here, right? God, this that's such a... It's crazy. So, I was talking to so they were my trick about how there's certain things... Yeah. After a certain age cut off, that people will never understand. Yeah, like uh, twirling the cord on a phone, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or like rolling down the window of a car. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of people probably in their twenty, like early twenties and above, who they didn't know what the if they saw this, they wouldn't know what that those numbers were in the camp. yeah, like oh, the meter, and they wouldn't yeah. know what the meter was or what it made, what it meant. Nah, not at all. Like I, that's just never a thing they've seen. Yeah, I know like a decent amount of people who I've just like I've had to explain like Fresh Prince of Bel Air to some people and like I've never seen it. And I'm like, what the fuck? What if you just like lived in a place that didn't have cabs or anything like that? Like how foreign of a concept yeah, it is yeah, to yeah. you? Oh, dude, we had girls on Bye Guys the other week who I had to tell them who Mayim Bialik was, and I'm like, oh, she hosts fucking Jeopardy now. <laughs> yeah, and they're just looking at me. Yeah, I've been feeling very old. Oh, yeah. I, Anybody I here? How old are you guys? I'm 24. Ugh, 33. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, I got shook the other, something, I can't remember the oh. fuck we were, we were watching. So, it was the age of somebody on TV really fucking shook me. <laughs> Every pro athlete. Oh, dude, yeah, no, that one bums me out. <laughs> or when you look at people and they're like. Oh, it was that fucking the cast of Cheers was like thirty-five when the show was on. Oh yeah, a lot of those are like I'm like you're like you're the age. Oh, one that threw me off was in the the age of Gordon Bombay and the Mighty Ducks when he gets the DUI and has to coach him is twenty-nine. Oof! I was like, get the fuck out of here. Well, actually, I was just offering you a different point of view, so to speak. Well, yeah, when you look at, like, Norm and John Ratchet, like, he's 36 here, and you're like, get the fuck out of town. I am, I am decrepit. I feel that way about, like, 
when I'm watching football and they're like, new to the field, 26. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, fuck you. You're not a real person. Shut up, 9-11, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting eating butter noodles. I'm, just like, like I'm scared of having, like, like, my, like doctors are now starting to be my same age that I go to. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't like this at all. I saw one on, online recently that said the parents and the Rugrats were, like, 31. Oh, yeah, fuck. I saw that, too. Thank you. No, if you believe some people, they're all dead. They're all dead. <laughs> the Angelica is the only one who's alive. <laughs> and she's in like and a psych ward. No, she's haunted by um, the the dead children and abortions and miscarriages of all the other people in the neighborhood. So Chucky died with his mom in the car wreck. Uh, Phil and Lil were a miscarriage before they found out the sex of the baby. That's why there's two of them. Uh, um, and I saw, there was another one. Uh, Tommy was something too. Cancer or something like that's that. That's some real. Yeah, maybe that's why he's always bald. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, but there, there's a, there is a fan theory that Angelica is the only one who's real. I swear though, every cartoon seems to have a fan theory where all the characters are dead. Like Ed and Eddie was the same thing that every character died in a different uh, decade, mm -hmm. and it was like the. The kid with the piece of wood was like the twenties. So it says all he had is a toy and it's everything. Some, it's some like sleepover scary shit where it's just like, dude, once we rewatch it, it's not the same. Okay, so they say that Tommy was a stillborn baby, which explains why his father Stu was always in the basement making toys for the son he never had. Uh, creepy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Ruining children. But that's not that's not exclusive to our generation. They always said that uh, Gilligan's Island was the seven deadly sins, and they were in purgatory. Oh, really? And when you look at the characters, it's not that hard to figure out. Yeah, I know, absolutely. Don't misunderstand. There's nothing personal in all this. It's just that my only concern is for the colony. So you guys are like educated horror movie dudes. I can like have real conversation with you. Practical effects. What do you say? Some of the best are. Um, the thing is my favorite. That's, horror, I mean, yeah, horror I think movie, that's so the hardest that's, one to argue. That's like for me. Is out there. And I, I feel like Gremlins doesn't get the appreciation because it's kind of a comedy. But I was rewatching it and like going a deep dive on like everything that went into it. It's so well done. Yeah, it's like so well done. Like uh, I definitely think uh, just uh, from like Alien. Just like this, just technical aspect of making that motherfucker work oh, is just so cool. And watching the behind the scenes of all that shit. Trying to think more like. Because for me, I go goofy, which is like Dead Alive. Dead Alive is great. I mean, I love like I love that Evil Dead too. Um, what's another fucking insane? no? Okay. Meet the Feebles doesn't count. Does no, I mean, it'll be just phenomenal. Yeah. I try to explain that movie to people, and they're mm -hmm. just—they think I'm full of shit. I think it might be uh, Society. Society. I just watched that about two years ago. Last year—that's uh, Screaming that Dead George is... did that, and he did all the effects for Brian Usenow, who did uh, our Reanimator sequels and et cetera, which connects to this. I'm a butthead. And uh, Screaming Mad George also did, I believe, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 or 5. He did, because uh, him and John Carl Buechler kind of traded off on who did effects on what. Yeah. Oh, on, on, on all those? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, there's going to be enough of them. We can trade. I remember uh, the a newer thing, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. They had, like, all the practical effects and, like, 
like the suits that people had to put on was just fucking awesome. Just especially because like growing up reading those and like seeing them actually like take diligent care and putting like them on, it was pretty dope. It sucked, but it was dope to see it like actually fucking come to fruition. From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. One of my favorites. Pretty fun. She's like, my titties. This poor lady just got one titty out the whole movie. Very stylish. Did I just dance? That's not how you cook. No, that's a terrible way to cook. (laughs) We all take turns uh, preparing the meals. (laughs) This is Whitney Taylor, our newest resident. Lisa is a performance artist. And Philip paints abstracts. I think that you would discourage this kind of work, Mrs. Have you ever seen my favorite? One of my favorite effects. Have you ever seen the monster in Head of the Family? uh, No. No. Another full moon movie, and it's it's probably my favorite movie we've done on here years ago. It's a head in a wheelchair, basically, with little arms and little legs. Oh, that's dope. And it's awesome. It's shot perspective it's style. Like, it's like Basket Case, but in a fucking wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. It's shot perspective style. It's really cool. And I actually think the effects in Basket Case 2 and 3 are really good. All the other monsters that hang out. Yeah. To, oh, I have to watch those. That's so cute. Little guy in a wheelchair. Little yeah, Modoc. Yeah. yeah, but he's got a deep, like, um, he talks oh, like Orson Welles. Yeah. You Thank you. Hey. Yeah, so he's a head, uh, uh, like a head in a wheelchair, but he's got a big, deep, booming voice from the south. <laughs> That's Otis Stackpool of the Stackpool family. Sorry. That rule. Yeah, there's the reanimator poster, yep. and there's a John Carl Buchler also did the effects on the original Troll. And there's a Troll poster Shit. next to it. Oh no way! Troll, of course, I, yeah. starring Sonny Bono and uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. Ah, oh, fuck! I forgot it was Elaine. And no, and, and, and no correlation to Troll too. Yeah, you're right. Of course, that's. Sorry. <laughs> yes, uh, Julia Lily Dreyfus so, does have does have a nude scene in Troll. She doesn't show much, but she does run through a forest nude. I'm gonna watch Troll again. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it since like a freshman year in high school. Troll holds up, man. There's a troll in it, unlike Troll Two. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which is trollless. Troll Two, the trollless. Come on, Kirk Cameron looking motherfucker. To my opening. opening. I don't like this guy. I want him to be killed with that scarf. Every evening, a group of us gather to critique each other's work. It's the one time we're supposed to share what we're doing. And, and we tell sure everyone they the fucking suck. The excess of flamboyance of the... Fucking child draw this? What the fuck? Detracts from the power of the narrative. That's only got three tits. Yep. Hey. I'll go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Could you repeat that in English? It's elegant, powerful, and deceptively simple. This <laughs> Lilo smile, dude. Other- that was a great shot. <laughs> yeah. All right, give me the paintings of LeBron. Gets it. I'm flattered. Do you really think you're that valuable? Fun. I think I'm now gonna call people deceptively simple. Yeah. What on earth are you doing? <laughs> Can it, lady? I really mean business. Jesus, Philip, give him the paintings. No. No, he's bluffing. 
I would love to do that to a lady I just met. Yeah. You don't have the balls to shoot this dumb bitch. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. We don't even know her. Shoot her in the leg to prove you're serious. So what? So? The cylinder holds six bullets. You just fired one. The rest of the cells are empty. That gun isn't even loaded. I want to thank you all very much. I can continue with my scene now. You've been very, very helpful. Thank you. No, Norman, you fool! You destroyed it. So what is that? That's Norman Mischelsky, ex-private eye. Damn, he pulled it. He pulled it. It's a prank. Sometimes he gets blocked, and he says it helps to act things out. So we humor him. I mean, I would have told him. But like, she was. But she's like, we humor him. Yeah, but the other woman didn't know that and still offered you up. Yeah. <laughs> Not nearly long enough, Amanda. Still drawing the funnies. Some people never outgrow. I will. Say, I lived with Some an. I've lived with a few actors over the years. The they do weird shit oh, when sure. you're not looking. Really? Yeah, my best friend. Uh, I lived with for a long time as an actor, and he played a superhero and something. And I would just walk. He would just be in his room, like doing knife moves. I'm like, what are you doing? Practicing my moves. <laughs> Learning new things. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. He was my Eddie's mate. I love him to death, but he would just do the weirdest shit. And he would say he was doing acting things. Well, they're pretending for a living, so I guess so. Yeah. The weird thing about living with an actor, especially if they're like kind of method, is like sometimes you're just like, I can't wait for this movie that they're in to be over. Because I can't come home to that person anymore. Yeah, that's He played a superhero. And he was just the like a dick, <laughs> like like it was just he wanted to save everybody, but like I literally like I would be in the living room having like a beer, yeah, and he'd be like, "We're gonna get you off the booze. Today's the last day. I'm saving you." And I'd be like, "Nah, man, I'm going to bed." I'd be like dead <laughs> sober, and he would push me over and be like, "You're so drunk, you can't even walk." Well, I'm gonna take you to rehab right now. I'd be like, I swear I haven't had a drink yet today. Yeah. But they're just stuck in the thing. Damn, that's so fucking annoying. But then a different, like, then, like, he'll be playing something else, and that's the guy you're hanging out with sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, what version of Mark is here today? God yeah. damn it. It's just, like, split. It's like he's got to be much exhausted to, like, hang out with, like, Daniel Day-Lewis when he's in, in Method. Yeah. Well, like, I can't be much, but because they, who has it? Dana Gould said once that meeting Robert De Niro is like meeting a shoe. <laughs> like there's just nothing there, there yeah. and then a lot of great actors. Like when you meet them, they're almost like blank canvases of human beings. Yeah. So well, that's well, that's the funny. And that's why they can take yeah. on these huge characters because that... there's no them to get in the way. And that's yeah. like something that Danny Lewis like said. He's like he said how like he has to do that because like he's not a good actor, so he has to just be the person. Where like some actors, they just like they're them, and then they just go, okay, I'm this person like immediately. Yeah, they don't have to pretend to be that person all the time. Yeah, like, uh, when Heath Ledger just flawlessly did Joker and was, like, goofing around with people on set, and then meanwhile Jared Leto had to, like, send people dead rats, and he's yeah, like, yeah. he did all right, but no other guy. Stop yelling, lady. Did I wake you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're screaming. You're just screaming outside, you fucking bitch. Tension in my body. I guess the others are just used to it, and I'll have to be a little bit more quiet for you. <laughs> Or you just walk fucking farther, stupid. <laughs> so, you fucking screaming what do you bitch. Think of our cozy well, the atmosphere is nice, but uh, it's a bit stuffy for my taste. 
You mean Amanda? Mm -hmm. I take it you two are old friends. Hardly. I think that if I ever had an enemy in this, this whole world, it would be Amanda. We knew each other in art school, and uh, she made every minute of my first year miserable. That sounds like what art school. Mean? That's uh, how art school kind of goes. Amanda was the hot she's a, on campus. She's a real Hitler. Not that she was very talented. She was just great at dazzling people with all the bullshit. <laughs> You know, I love I bullshit. Only first year student. My work ended up in the same gallery show as Amanda's. How long have you guys been in the city? Yes, you could say I got uh, a like bit more attention. Two months. Since August? Amanda always wanted oh. okay. What well, was the final decision to move out here? Uh, for me, it was meeting someone. And that kind of pushed me to it. Plus, I was, you know, past the stand-up New York. I was starting to get some, like, work down here, too. And I met someone who encouraged me to. I was like, oh, fuck it. That's great. Make a big change. I needed the change in my life, too. Yeah, anyway, I just, I'd done, like, all that I thought I could in Phoenix yeah. and stuff like that. I'd been doing it for a minute there, so I was just like, can't can't make a living out there. Got to make a living out here. So, moved out, brought my girlfriend, just fucking on the grind set. <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. I, I always find it very interesting hearing people's stories that moved here, because I grew up right outside, lived here since I was a kid. Oh yeah. So like I've never really yeah, never had another yeah. scene. Oh yeah, I just like I mean the Arizona scene is great, but like coming out here it's like completely different. Dang, it sucks. <laughs> and I'll get hints of it when I travel and stuff. Yeah. Houston scene is my favorite. Do they got a good one? Yeah, they party. They're Hell fun. Yeah. They're nice. cool as fuck. Houston scene's really fun. They're good. They're they're really funny and they're really they're cool as fuck. Everybody down there. The there's a club called the Secret Group. Where like, oh, if I had to move out of the city, I think I would want to live by there. Oh, well, really? I think my friend, my friend Sam, who was a kind of guy, moved out to Austin, but he just been, he been posted about. I think that in Houston. Yeah, the Hugh Group rules. Uh, I did their festival recently, but I've been there a couple times now, and I fucking love it. Everybody there has a fucking blast. Texas is dope as fuck. Like I got to hang out in Austin for a little bit and do some shows, and that was a blast. Drew the Creek. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I, I I was talking to them a, co a couple of people at the creek to try and do a show while I'm there. You should. Uh, Rebecca's yeah. the coolest. And it's a very very cool spot. Everybody there is very very nice. Vulcan Lounge is cool too. I mean Tony's the man. I think I'm doing that one. Yeah, yeah Tony's the man. Uh, and uh, anytime you can be around him, I highly recommend it. He's a fucking good dude deep down. I really like him a lot. Tony rules hard as fuck. I've known him since I was like 20. Yeah? Yeah. Is he grooming you? That was it. That wasn't long ago. I know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a boyfriend experience. Yeah. It's okay. going out pretty well. Good for you. No, I got my Good little... Good for both of you. I got my CD heart behind yeah. my thing. I'm just collecting them. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I'm trying to get feature work. But up. Why does everyone, like, coincidentally have a Zippo lighter? Those are hard as fuck to find. Not only that, they're never full when you need them. No. <laughs> and it no, they'll do it for this, they'll work. And then when they, like, need it again, it won't work. How does it provide enough light? Well, you know, we were talking about kids not knowing no, what shit. the fuck yeah, something is. fucking Zippo lighter. I bet, A, Zippo, B, needing to light fire to find your way and not the fucking light on your phone. <laughs> True. People would immediately go to the flashlight. For Christmas a few years ago, 
my mother-in-law went on like a fucking doomsday prep phase. Nice. That where was. she was just convinced everything was gonna go down. Like it was after the um, the big nationwide like grid thing went. Remember? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, she just went on a fucking tear, and for Christmas a few years ago, I'm with my wife, uh, now my wife, my fiance at the time, her sister, her husband, her brother, and the whole family, and the mom got us all these same shaped packages. Yeah. And it's very similar to the Burt Kreischer pajamas bit, (laughs) where, like, the first person opens it, and they're like, four battery-powered lanterns. Thanks, mom. (laughs) And the next person opens their gift and they go, by the way, we all live in twos together, yeah. <laughs> not far away. <laughs> no need for eight lanterns. And then uh, the next person's like, four battery powered lanterns. Thanks, mom. And the next, and literally through there, she got, every, she bought like 30 of them. Jesus. No and way. everyone just had lanterns. That's fucking insane. But it was just like the Burt fucking pajamas bit by the end where just everyone's opening their gifts going, come on, Lantern. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, my my uncle's doing that, but just he's just stockpiling guns. Well, that's respectable. <laughs> my dad did that shit back when, like, the 2012 Mayan calendar. Mm-hmm. Like, he sold gold and, like, got up, like, ten years worth of food that we've moved across the country four times. It's about to expire. It's fucking useless. Hey, but it survived this long. I know. Do you like still just like point at it and remind your dad? Hey, dad, remember when you thought this was gonna fucking every, be every time we bo- move it? In, every time we put it into Penske, yeah. Fucking set it on fire. I know. It's like, do we need rehydrated potatoes this bad? It's fucking dumb. He's like the Mayans. They might have been off ten years. <laughs> yeah. I saw John Cusack in their movie. I get the gun one though. That's I think that's I me do, getting old. <laughs> that's me getting older and whiter and dumber. Is I just sit on YouTube and watch like ballistics tests. See, I just like guns. Yeah. So like I, I do get that aspect, but I don't think my uncle is stopping the fucking military. No, <laughs> he's gonna try. He can't even walk correctly. He's yeah. got a fucked up back. I'm. <laughs> Yeah, I was with Doug Yerm the other day, and we were watching videos of uh, this fucking crazy-ass shotgun ammunition that had chains on it. Oh, shit. So it had, like, chain link on the back, like a tail almost. (laughs) Oh, my God. But they showed what it did to targets, and it, like, annihilated. It was, like, they had a wood target, and it was, like, buried in it. And then they showed what it did to bulletproof arm. It just shred a bulletproof vest. Dude, I like they. There's a bunch of videos where people make their own shotgun shells and shit like that. Where it's just like that always ends well. Yeah, it's like it's like all right, we put a carbon fiber spike in this in this shotgun shell. Let's see what happens. It's like it can kill anything. That's what happens. And it's a fucking. It's a, so cool. We ended up. We had we had Thanksgiving one year at a gun club. It was fucking awesome. That rules. That <laughs> is fucking awesome. so gnarly. Where are you from originally? Connecticut. Cool. But like, I, people like, I don't feel like people realize like how rednecky some of New England can be if you leave like the bigger areas. So there's just like a small town that my cousin was part of. It was a fucking gun club. So we just went out and we were just shooting all fucking day before we had Thanksgiving. It's a fun time. Yeah, I won't lie. I want to try that. Shoot, oh, shooting's so fun. I started doing archery. That's pretty fun too. Yeah. Yeah. What got you into it? 
uh, my boyfriend had done it, but when he was younger, and he was like, "Do you want to go do it?" And I was like, "Sure." So we just went to the archery range over in Brooklyn, and just now we just go, we just shoot. And it's fun. sick. Aww, actually, not penis. bad. Not your story. It was a penis on the so, screen. That's it. <laughs> I used to work at the Renaissance Festival, and like on like my break, I would go take pot shots. Nice. On like the it was right next to ours, and like we were the like throw tomatoes as we talk shit, and just the re- just I, just being a pussy, not being able to pull back a bow and arrow sucks so hard. <laughs> sucks so hard, dude. Like, there's a fucking group in like New York. I hear that they, they go to the parks and they're just in full gladiator knight fucking armor. They do, fight. like, MMA. I want to fucking do that shit. It's wild. They're in full armor. Dude, that sounds like so much fun to watch and no fun to do. <laughs> well, I got to know more about being a guy that gets tomatoes thrown at him. It's fun. Were you, like, a jester? No, it was uh, basically, it was called Vegetable Justice. And, like, they would have, like, this little kind of, like, courtyard where you can watch That sounds like a side. court drama with everyone in wheelchairs, by the way. It, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, if only. That would be so much better. Yeah, every everyone it's like, please rise. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's, That's my how bad. every episode starts. Yeah. Everyone rise for please my rise. bad. Fuck. My bad. Partially rise. No. There's just, there's just one guy who's not a wheelchair which has to go and push everyone around. <laughs> yeah, just the risers physically just lift up. No, but it was fun. You just talk shit, and people would like would half and core tomatoes, and they would just like some people would do like the fucking lift a knee step and it would sound like hammering wood into the side of you but it was it was a good time you learned how to like hit up take and them did they shit. charge per tomato yeah it was like uh it was like six for six uh 12 for 15 and like andy it, we got a lot of money it was good money oh no i'm sure yeah i uh one of my good buddies uh is a multi-generation sideshow performer and he's a, a dunk tank clown. Oh, shit. And he toured with Danzig and, like, a bunch of outdoor festivals. Oh, okay, yeah. And he, his shit-talking ability Bar none. is tremendous. And he's got a, um, like, a 13-year-old son who's a real fucking... Just the kind of kid you would expect from a Carney. Yeah, just Xbox <laughs> Live. Real shithead fucking... Yeah. Like, he thinks his dad's an asshole. Like, just real... And, uh... He would always make fun of some of the sons over. He's like, one day we're out together. And he's like, hey, my son's really been fucking up my ass, telling me I'm not funny and shit. Can you just really bust his balls all day? Can you just fucking really just push his shit in all day? Yeah. <laughs> and I just spent the day ruining a little boy. <laughs> just That's everything so he said. I was like, really, asshole? Yeah. And I would just, I would have these intricate things, and I would just, I would let him go for a minute and then fuck with him again. That's so good. He's like, hey, thank you. I really needed him to learn to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, it was so, it was. <laughs> that should be your job. People hire you just yeah. to fucking rip on their kids. Dude. Like- Brother, there was a dolls poster on one of the walls as well. Which is uh, the movie that wound up inspiring the Puppet Master series. Is it the same big beast for the entire movie? I would assume so, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sa- they spend it all on the same spooky guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does look great, though. I know, so they got, as long as they keep him in the shadows, you yeah, can like, yeah. it's not. Who's back? It's not the same one. Yeah, no, I did a haunted house for years, so I, I can assume that some of the... Some of the same fun of talking shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had, like, uh, we had, uh... 
words like uh, our key phrases when someone was like touched by an angel and we had to like let them in we're just like yo uh yeah let's let's softball and we'd be like yo that's a great throw and then their parents come up and we're like you're fucking dumb like fuck you it was so cool watching like in in the inside of the booth it was all like all these insults like written down <laughs> into the wood it was just like touching it it was like fucking it was like the weeping the wailing walls and shit like that it was great extremely truncated version of a story i've told before and i apologize fans i know i do this fuck uh in a haunted house i had a deal where i had to pull people out of uh uh they're coming to my room and then one of their friends had been taken before and they're supposed to pop out and scare their friends oh okay but they would always fuck it up and i would just yell at them and call them names (laughs) and i had a southern accent and thing that rules so here come four beautiful girls in like the party city style Sexy Jason, sexy Chucky, you know, sexy Freddy. Oh yeah, sexy Michael, My- sexy Michael Myers, whatever. And uh, <laughs> fucking, they're always I sexy. Pop open the thing, and their friend doesn't come out. And I look in, and there's this black kid dressed like Candyman. And I go, oh great, Candyman's fucking retarded. <laughs> and I grab him by the collar, and I pull him out. He had Down syndrome. Oh no! <laughs> and I had no idea what to say, and I just went. A goo and threw them into the next room. <laughs> I mean, so technically, you weren't wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> For people that have heard me tell that before, I apologize. I just imagine summoning, summoning him, Candyman, Candyman. Yeah. I think he man. thought there was real candy. I think he was confused <laughs> when he thinks he gets summoned to candy yeah. instead of summoning the Candyman. Give me candy. Yeah. I'm Candyman. <laughs> it's in my name. <laughs> Who's the sick fucker who brought a Down syndrome guy to a yeah, house? Yeah. If you want to kill retarded candy man, you just tickle his nose so he scratches his face. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of bees, it's butterflies yeah. coming out. Yeah, butterflies. Yeah. Oh, God! He's here! Who turned on Blue's yeah. Clues? Retarded Candyman walks in the room screaming and crying every time he shits because he goes to wipe with the hook. (laughs) I did it again. I got in too good. (laughs) Sorry. Put a cork on it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a falconer's sleeve. Yeah. (laughs) Mom, where's my sheath? Candyman. A guy I I, uh, used to do movies with years ago. Like kind of went off grid for a few years, and he recently posted that he's now a falconer. <laughs> and I'm like, how many things do you go through? Like, how many? How many falconer? The last time I knew him, he was making like surfboards. I was like, how many fucking things did you try before you landed on falconer? Damn, Surf, he's made surfboards. He did a bunch of candles made of hemp. Yeah. Uh, he raised he raised turtles. <laughs> I did door to door knife salesmanship. I landed on falconry. That's a yeah, life. We got a fan of the show that does the door to door knives. He sent us all beautiful ni- engraved knives. That fucking rules. <laughs> I got a really nice big knife that says International Superstar Zach Amico on it now in the blade. That's tough as fuck. Yeah, you have sent, to kill someone with they that. Sent, it's they, the worst thing to kill someone with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but still, it's tough. Yeah, as but fuck. maybe they'll be like, he couldn't be this stupid to yeah. kill with a knife with his name on it. I feel like so someone's sending you guys a bunch of knives, like. In any other scenario, it's a threat. Yeah, but the add our names on <laughs> yeah. it was pretty nice. 
in most scenarios, knives with your name on them is a yeah. threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these are these are excellent. These Next, were, they uh, sent bull. Why is she signed her name like a bunch like a ball sack? Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> I can't unsee that. I got some low hangers, Whitney. <laughs> Who doesn't love a heavy hanger? Come on. Too many guys compliment me on my balls being big. I'm like, that doesn't help me. No, that's not good for anybody. Would you rather have big balls or low hangers? Big balls? I don't fuck it. Either, I mean, way, like, either way, I'm sitting on them. Tight at the top or low droop? They start to droop regardless, so yeah, really. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, as, an, as, an, uh, as a man entering the, the next phase of life, uh, death, uh, I was, the, the, the one that shocked me the most was a few years ago, the first time I sat down on the toilet and my balls with the water. The water. <laughs> Ooh, that'll shock me. Yeah, that, no, that'll... that'll that's a real hey. How are you? That's lightening up your spine. Jesus yeah. Christ! And then the first time your balls are riding a floater like a fucking kayak. <laughs> oh no! Just those old summer balls. Yeah. Eat those big fat summer balls. It's like a log flume ride for your balls. As this videotape so clearly demonstrates, she cloistered herself in the cellar and stole another artist's work. Last lady sucks. He's a bitch. That is one jacked-looking hand. Yeah. Frockmorton. Where do I know that fucking name from? Yeah, I was going to say, that. is that my hand? <laughs> Their eyes, too. What the fuck? It is with tr- did, did retarded awesome. Candyman draw this? What the fuck? <laughs> that is a good-looking monster in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Damn, how convenient. A banana peel. That's awesome. Ah, yeah. Ah, she Mario Carter. Fuck that yeah, dude. Awesome. And she's drawing fast as fuck. This lady draws like the wind. I know, Jesus Christ. Monster bam, banana bam. It just cuts back. She's that holding bitch, two bam. pens, yeah. just shading different areas. There's smoke coming out of it. She holds it. I hope the, ne- the next thing is just the monster with a huge boner. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> This is pretty fun. This is fucking this awesome. This is like Looney Tunes. Yeah. I was about to say, throwing some Jetson sound effects in there. I want to touch one. Me, me. I would have gone the other way and been like, I would have drawn a speech bubble over that's like, you don't have the balls, you monster queer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you going to kill me or fuck gay? me, pussy? Yeah. I bet I bet you wouldn't brutally anally rape me before you eat me. <laughs> and then the monster starts jerking off with her blood. <laughs> Do you know what, Janet? That's too much. Yeah. We can't print this. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Sure we can. The monster says, who's next? Come on. We need to hear that. Who's next? Imagine if we're just like, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to get it? He's Indian. Who's next? <laughs> Who is next? Thank you. Come again. <laughs> My next victim will be you, maybe. By the power of Vishnu, I will strike you down. 
What the fuck is that painting in the background? That guy sucks. The, the painting in the background looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like what a child sees when they've been having nightmares about me. <laughs> That's how you summon a Zach. You draw a painting and put it in your basement. Ah, yeah. oh, he's puking everywhere. Quick little cum tribute before it goes. Oh, uh, I don't... Fuck, I don't know if this is something... Yeah, no, this was said on a podcast. Do you... How... The cum tribute. How much more common is it than we realize? It's probably... Dude, For all so... the dudes that photograph it, imagine <laughs> the amount of dudes who don't document it. No, there's so many. So many people just do it for, like, the good of the art. They just yeah. blow in a library book and put it back. <laughs> Listen. Dip, ha... Have I stuck together the centerfold of a gothic beauties magazine when I was 17 and that's what I had? Yes. <laughs> that's my, dude, my buddy told me about how his friend would manifest shit by contributing a piece of paper with it on it and lighting it on fire. I'm like, that's witchcraft. I'm like, that's not that's like... That's craft. Yeah, that is. And he's like, it worked so far, he got the job. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I need to fucking start coming on more stuff. Yeah, but it was probably like Walmart greeter. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he did that in the interview. Yeah, it didn't. It, did, it didn't say Wall Street executive. <laughs> yeah. I tell you that, Bob, CEO of money. So I asked for your resume. What is this fucking piece of paper with fucking cum on it? It is my resume. Everyone Hired. started clapping. <laughs> yeah. All right, I don't want to give people a timeline, but one time when I was done shooting a movie, I did jerk off on my sides. Really? <laughs> yeah. And it leaves them on the editor's desk. God damn. I fuck, I shot a huge load on the side, but I folded it into a little piece of paper and left it on somebody's desk. If you desk. folded it into an origami swan, that would have been beautiful. Oops, doodle. Yeah. What is the bottom? A this? bunch of people that make moves with me are all trying to do cum math right now. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that paper was there. God damn it. You got to carry the two in cum math. Yeah. Yeah, she's a slut. Anyways, you guys like my drawings? Bitch. What's the most innocent thing you frequently jerked off to growing up? Like a, a, like something that was not for masturbating that you definitely in times of... Well, you probably grew up with porn porn all the time, right? Yeah. And you're on the cusp. You're like me where it wasn't necessarily Yeah, it was very like... It was like very like... We were on the cusp. Yeah. Where like we could download on Kazaa, it was but very, it was a nightmare. If you did it, oh yeah, it was like the slope, like literally that thing where you were watching it, like yeah. come down. Yeah, and you had to be like, you had to, like yeah, you had to choose specifically because you yeah. knew you'd only have time for like certain photos. For me, it was like Rule Thirty Four, like looking up cartoons. I'm like, what? I know there's images of her naked somewhere. Yeah. And then I'd look up, like, Shigo from Kim Possible, and I'd be like, this is wrong. I know her. I'm like, I shouldn't be seeing her like this. She's vulnerable. Pete, were you aware of your sexuality even at a younger age? Not, or were you jacking no, so, it to ladies? Yeah, I really wasn't at a younger age. Because, like, like what say, You is, had to wait so much longer yeah, than yeah, I did exactly. to start jerking off to the picture. <laughs> yeah, there were so fewer. I didn't know where to go. I found that, like, I would go to, like, chat rooms, and just someone would be like... The, you never obviously never knew what you were talking about. They'd say they were like, the so there was a point where someone was like, said like, guy looking for a guy, and I just went, 
all right, whatever, I'll try that. And I started talking to them. And but so they, you, but I'd go to like games, like there were like you'd play like online games and stuff like yeah. that. But then they just turn into like sexual conversations. <laughs> yep, and that was a whole lot of my childhood. <laughs> there is the game called Dinky Bomb. I would play, and oh. I would just fucking yeah. suck dirty with people on it, not play the game. There <laughs> is somewhere, some dude somewhere, who posed as a nineteen-year-old scene trick on MySpace, who must have. An entire hard drive <laughs> of me tugging my teenage dick and blowing loads on a desk. Because I, you know, you're just so horny, there's no way you even think that it's not the girl yeah. you're talking to. Oh, yeah. Th- this guy must, I mean, thank God I'm not 18 in any of them. Because <laughs> this guy could ruin me. Like, yeah. He would change my career path. Oh, yeah. Now it's a. Now I, but it's so funny, too, when I, fir- when I was first doing it. I wasn't even. A- I wasn't asking for pictures. Didn't care. I was yeah, just yeah. taking people's word for it. Whatever. This is what we were doing. Photos. Nothing. Like a little bit later on, then we got like the webcam. But I also remember being in like our fucking computer was pretty much in the living room. Yeah, <laughs> like, so ours was like, in the back of the house. Sneak it. You'd like sneak to get it. Yeah, in but- the middle of the night. I remember, like, the innovation of the iPod Touch with Safari on it was a game changer. Oh, well, that's sure. why I was so jealous of, like, kids, kids, like, laptops, smartphones, they'd be in their room, they don't worry about it. I remember, like, having to, like, just sneak from my room to the computer, and I could hear my parents, where are you going? Nowhere. Bathroom. Going back to bed. <laughs> that's tough. Oh, yeah, jerking it on the family computer like a, a nightmare. You're like a masturbation yeah. Navy SEAL trying to, like, crawl your way to the computer. I've never jerked it on the, like, home computer just because I'm like, I've never needed it that bad. Oh, fuck you. I mean, like, I, w- I would just go, I'd rather sit in the shower with my thoughts than be, like, have to pull some splinter cell bullshit just to see a boob or two. Yeah. No, man, times were desperate. <laughs> we, weren't that, we weren't that imaginative. <laughs> She's got a knife. She just having fun doing a David Bowie thing? Yeah, I think it's performance art. This is the kind of shit I saw in college a lot. Damn. I took a perform I took a I took performance art. That's gotta be very t- pretentious. That's gotta be tough as fuck. Sounds it. Very pretentious. I went to the MoMA and it almost made me hate art altogether. Yep. I was just like, dude, some dude eating a hot dog with American flag behind him. It's like this isn't the MoMA. I'm like, fucking Christ. I could do that. I have done that. Dude, that's 4th of July. Performance art in the digital age. And it was fucking weird. That, yeah, I can only It was imagine. very, very hoity-toity and pretentious, and I did <laughs> not get it. You should have just done wrestling moves every single time. Like, this is my performance. <laughs> One of my performances I, is I did a staged reading of uh, uh, Bon Jovi's Runaway. Yeah. <laughs> but as a play. Just, oh, she's a little runaway. <laughs> and no one in the class knew what it was, and they just thought it was like what? a monologue I did. Just soft snaps yeah, afterwards, yeah, yeah. just being like, that was moving, Zachary. You put on the inspector gloves just to steal her fucking comic book? Of course. Yeah, that class was like maybe 15 people, but we were in a theater room for like a few hundred. And I was going through a manic episode at the time. Thank you. No, not bragging. (laughs) So I bought multiple packs of paper plates and crayons 
and I drew faces on every single one and put duct tape on the back and went to school early, like hours early, and filled the entire room with faces yeah. on every empty chair and showed videos for my final. Holy but shit. like I hid all the faces from my videos in the plates. So it was like they were in That's it and cool. watching it. That. Yeah, because I was out of my mind and having a manic episode, and in, all, in my head it made sense. It was art. To be frank, it sounds dope. It was it was pretty stupid. Boy, that's like the only classroom that people could walk in. They're like, oh, Zach's doing a thing. Yeah, Instead Zach, of just being oh, like, don't oh. let him reach in his backpack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Zach's doing his art. <laughs> Zach's doing that art thing again. Yep. Writing on paper plates. One of my videos for that class was just me eating Pop Rocks in slow motion in a super zoom on my mouth. That's dope. Was yeah. it gross looking? Yeah, super yeah. gross. <laughs> I can imagine that looks gross. Yeah. yeah. You fucking narc. You bitch. It was so funny. I love this guy's watching the monster. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Rang. Oh, I didn't notice the monster has a pentagram on the chest. That's sick. Yeah. It's a good monster, dude. <laughs> I look at how he raised his eyebrows. Like, it was like, ain't that something, huh? Perfect. Oh. Perfect. Waste not, want not. That's exactly what that effect should have looked like. That kind of reminds me of Scanners, yeah. when that guy's just head just gets shot with a shotgun from behind. That's as good as that gets. Shot me if you can, according to the subtitles. <laughs> Why are we dressed the same this whole movie? It's like, I really like you. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're Crips tonight. We can only wear blue. I like how he appears and disappears with wind chime sounds. That's whimsical as shit. The amount of girls' portfolios I had to look at in my early 20s. But yeah, no, you're really talented. It's got to be a big wolf. I I yeah, wow, no. The art school, dude. You got to sit there and a girl invites you over, then all of a sudden that, that fucking black portfolio comes out. Ugh. Oh, my God. My work for the year. Thank God dude just invited me over to have sex. <laughs> dude, I mean, what a fucking... Why can't what you just... What a cheat code. Yeah. Why can't you just... What a cheat code being gay. Cheat, the cheat, I, no, no double entendre, man. Yeah. Being gay is the warp pipe of sex. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. Like you don't need Netflix and chill. It's like you know what's happening. If yeah, if two dudes came over, it's just like you want to see my portfolio. It's like why aren't you fucking my ass? Yeah. What are we doing here? Your portfolio have your dick in it because that's why I'm here. You know, usually one of my uh, closest friends 
is a bear, and uh, he his dirty talk. We used to work nights together, and him hitting on dudes late at night is my the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. It's it's the greatest dirty talk I've ever heard, which is why you come over tonight. Come on, I want to see you. I'll tell you my life. And then he goes, "It's cool. My CPAP has an attachment for a second person." <laughs> the amount you must love Fat Cog for you to buy the two person CPAP as a single man. And goes, hey, listen, this is going to get used. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely got the warranty with that thing. Yeah. Oh, now I, I really get beefed up at the hotel. All you're going to hear at night is the sound of all the CPAP. There must be just CPAP machines. Yeah, yeah. The, the power's going to go out. <laughs> it's going to sound the like. The power's going to go out and 45 dudes are going to die. <laughs> all of Mexico. 45 dudes are going to choke to death on their tongue because yeah. the power went out. Yeah. All of you just Mexico. don't know what they're choking on in certain rooms. Yeah. <laughs> all of Mexico is just dimmer for the next 48 hours. It's my buddy Stu, and he does. I, told, I was, We were talking about Bob He does Bigger Vegas. Yeah. And uh, I told one year when he did it, I told him, text me the bear emoji, every dude you're with. And I didn't realize they were going to come in uh, packs. All right. So I thought it would just be like bear emoji one day. Bear. It would be like three. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking Damn. insane. It's it, insane. Because I forget that like couples cruise. Yeah. And that's the move. Like I heard like, yeah, my boyfriend has done something like that's I was so like, holy shit. That's so wild. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed, man. Just get, so fucking get a direction. text message that's just a whole forest. <laughs> yeah. Just being like, oh, God. Okay. This is a zoo. Jesus. I'm serious, Bob. I've never seen this before. Blah, 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 blah. It's the monster in the shower. All right. Yay. Whitney, it's really not like you to be modest. Shh. I'm telling you, Philip, I did not draw that. And who did? Childress's ghost? The monster. I don't like this guy's jaw-smile combination. I think that's his whole face. He's got this, yeah, this thing that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like you can put, like, a single quarter between his it's teeth. It's an underbite, right? We were yeah. talking underbite, about that on fucking yeah. rap. About, so I had an underbite when I was a kid, but I got a retainer, and then I used to have to take a popsicle stick and put it between my teeth and do it 200 times a day oh to slowly bring my jaw forward. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It didn't fix the rest of me, but it was something. Yeah, you got something. Yeah. And because uh, we were talking about how bad underbite. We saw a chick with a really bad underbite that got it fixed. Well, who did, what celebrities did they have it? Uh, Amy Poehler. She had an underbite? Has an underbite. Currently? Yeah, a couple of celebrities have underbites. That's hysterical. Whitney, come on now. What are you talking about? Philip, the curse is real. What curse? What are you saying? This lady's done very little research to figure this out. (laughs) She's like, I didn't draw that. So basically, the monster from Salary Dweller is Muhammad. And if you draw it, it will take vengeance on you. It will cut off your head in the middle of a French street. So this is a combination between the Prophet Muhammad... And the little black kid from Tales from the Hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who needs to kill David Allen Greer as his abusive stepfather. A beautiful combination of the two. Oh, we haven't done that in forever. We, we do Black History Month on the show every year, and uh, Tales from the Hood was our first year. Nice. Fuck, what a good movie. I'm really running out of movies. <laughs> Thank yeah. God I saved Blackula. Uh, Blackula, and there's a... Um, 
There's a Black Frankenstein too. No, I can't remember. It might be Funkenstein. That sounds about right. Come on, lady. There, there we go. Yeah. Get fucked by the monster. He's not in the cellar anymore. No. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's out of his dwelling. <laughs> this was a great... So I actually really like the motif of showing the drawing instead of showing the violence. Yeah. Because it really hits your it. head. Like, in your head, that's what he's doing. It's only like the aftermath. Plus, it probably makes it a hell of a what lot. What a bitch! That guy couldn't fucking. That. Ah, that was cool. What? Are there a bunch of them now? I don't know. By the way, for anybody that's heard me talk about it, I've been on this Instagram that I love called Terror Detective. This movie, tons of ideas for what movies to watch on the show. They post just clips of gore from movies. Oh, really? They've me pick, like, my last five or six movies that I've been super into. So thank you, Terror Detective, on uh, Instagram. Oh, I actually saw it because they posted a clip from uh, Return to Newcomb High, Volume 2, one of oh, my movies. Nice. And they tagged me. Oh, and yeah. ever since then, I've been fucking loving it. So thank you, guys. And it's either movies I haven't heard of or movies that I needed to be reminded of. There's this one Instagram account that I fuck with so hard. It's like SFX uh, Atlas or something like that. And it's all just like uh, all practical effects shit from like recent stuff and just seeing how much it's come. And people are just like, yeah, here's my chest. I'm exploding. Now coming back together. I'm like, oh, my God, that's wild. I just uh, a few years ago, I did a movie with a guy named Eric Fox who was on Face Off. Oh, yeah. And the amount, he brought like a trailer full of extra shit for us to use. And this guy, he's just a fucking brilliant dude. And he had all these awesome things that we just had day, like days where we could sneak in extra gore effects. That rules. And he just had the craziest shit. We have a guy who uh, basically grabs his face and his skull f- comes out. Oh my god! It looks so good. It's like Dick loves his whole face. Yeah, it looks so good, and it's just like a. It looks like that the whole time. It's just how we shot it. That's so like funny. He just taught us how to shoot it. Like <laughs> we have another guy who gets pulled out inside out through his asshole. Like we have a bunch of really good ones in this one. It's called Shakespeare the most shit the most prolapsed asshole in history. You just shit yourself. I am the prolapse. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a sneeze. Excuse me, I apologize. Uh, they'll be back. Haven't you been listening to me? I certainly have. Comic books and monsters and... Oh, that's a nasty cut. Oh, now I believe you. <laughs> Not that half this house is gone. <laughs> Didn't people used to live here? Yeah, yeah, people used to live here. Oh, my God, you've got a cut? There must be a monster loose. <laughs> Did you get the cut, oh, sucking dick? <laughs> Are you trying to fuck that monster? Is that is everyone going out and fucking the monster? Is that why they're leaving? I've been going through a lot of changes. Monster's got good dick. What do you want? Oh no! Ah. <laughs> oh no! She's Italian. Oh! <laughs> Pasta vasos. Oh shit! Did you touch my gravy? Ah. 
Awesome. Absolutely awesome. I, you know, for a little movie that I assume is pretty low budget since we haven't left this fucking house. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Which is the number one, I, I say it all the time, it's the number one way to save money on a movie. Because location changes are a motherfucker. Transporting people, getting them there, oh, showing yeah. them where the bathrooms are, getting everything set up. And everyone knows every day it saves you so much time. I can only imagine. Oh, yeah, especially if you got to set up bathrooms and catering and shit. That's what I, I always, like, when my chick hates watching horror movies, and I try to convince her, I'm like, every time you're scared and someone's screaming, just think about them doing that, like, three times, yeah. and then go eating a croissant afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, that's pretty much their day. It's pretty fun, dude. I actually want to give a shout-out to Nat in the booth for fucking hanging out all goddamn day. It was a marathon day, and uh, I bitch and moan about having to get up and do a bunch of podcasts. And Nat's a fucking trooper, man. She's been here since before me today doing rap, and uh, I just want to thank her for fucking sticking it out all day. You're a fucking killer, kid. Thank you. I appreciate that. It helps that it's fun. (laughs) Who knew it? Oh, shit. Fucking whiteout killed the monster. Yeah, it's white. It it can't be that surprising, lady. (laughs) It was a drawing the whole time. What a fun little Twilight Zone-y fucking... Perfect. Oh, and she even does like the fucking exorcist. (laughs) (laughs) It was a come... It's the first ever come tribute. Yeah, right there. Now fold it up and send it away. Yeah. I'll give this to the next person. Take that, Marvel. Now take a picture and put it on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had to say it on something real, so I'm so sorry if, if he said it. It's something I listened to, not something he said in person. Somebody did it to Shane's dad. <laughs> the picture Shane's dad. <laughs> I think somebody did, did a come tribute to fucking Shane's dad. <laughs> and that fucking it, And posted it on Reddit. <laughs> And Jay was just thinking, like, dude, I couldn't even explain that to my dad, how, like, why it's funny. Yeah. How it's fun, like, how they even got a photo of him. Man, that's so funny. Imagine the guy just sitting there about to come, just yeah. being like, this is going to be hysterical. Yeah. It's like, I can't wait to post this on Reddit. Well, if anybody finds uh, my dad's Facebook, there's a picture of him shirtless with his abs out holding a fish. And if you're going to do one, that's the one to do it to. <laughs> and I won't be mad at the first three of you that do it. <laughs> first come, first serve. Yeah. Get on quick, guys. Fourth person, you're on thin ice. First come, first giggle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, did she delete? Did she go back in time Superman style with the whiteout? She, yeah, she redrew like everyone coming back or trying to. She flew around the world. Sorry, I was talking about jerking off the photos of my dad. <laughs> you know how it is. You know. She really wanted Philip back? Philip sucks. Wait. Philip's gay. Why is she into him? Was the monster there? Yeah, he, yeah. she drew him chained up. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, for reasons. Why don't you just draw him dead? And there's me in the background. <laughs> And as retaliation, they fuck in front of the monster. Yeah. So what's next? I mean, what about 
They just edge the monster, but they'll let it come. Yeah. yeah. Well, for, big for, swinging monster. By the way, this does, this does sound like something you've thought about before. <laughs> what? <laughs> edging a monster. Edging a, edging a chained up hairy monster. <laughs> no, I'm the hairy monster. Yeah, okay. And I, oh, I got it. I'm not joking. Like, someone, some, <laughs> some, some, so, someone. My likes boyfriend tied me to the balcony at P Town and did okay. that day. All right. <laughs> so, someone likes to be de- a little deprivation for somebody. I get it. Yeah. And that was your username way back when in the chats with all the video games. Edge Monster. Edge Monster. Yeah. I don't think I knew what edging was. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You weren't skilled enough. I wasn't. I didn't know. I couldn't just stop it. I was like, ah, oh, shit, it's too far. Yeah. That is the worst when you're trying to edge and you go like a half stroke too far. Yeah. So that way, instead of edging, you just come terribly. <laughs> you just, just have that, a terrible. You try to, you're stopping. You're like, oh, no, no, fuck. And then your cum just fucking leaks out <laughs> yeah, like, instead of a fucking cum uh, shot. Ruined. Yeah. So you, it's like, well, that was three hours for nothing. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Oh, reset the clock. Yep. Here we go again. <laughs> Man, put on the next Lord of the Rings. <laughs> zero day, back to zero days since workplace accident. Yep. Thirty years ago. Oh, he's like, I'm still here. <laughs> Jerk me. <laughs> make me come. Touch gonna... it. Touch it. If you're going to kill me, at least make me bust. Make me bust. I got to get the beef dip. <laughs> <laughs> That's the headliner of beef dip. <laughs> now the question is, does he become on fire now? Or does he just wither away? I'd assume he's now on fire. Yeah, right? Yeah. Or there's a fire directly in front of him. <laughs> yeah. They can't burn that suit. They need to make three more movies, man. Yeah. Wait. Wait. He's going to catch fire. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, fuck that guy, fucking flamer. Oh, no, there's a fire right in front of me. <laughs> uh, I can't reach you anymore. Ah, uh, you fucking stupid bitch. Why'd you throw everyone in there, goddamn dummy? Hey, get hey, down well. here just to see what's going on. Do you guys mind? Oh, no! I thought I got killed by a monster. So I'm on fire! <laughs> I came back to tell you the stove's on. Oh, no! Mo, oh, no. Mo, Mo, no, no. no. <laughs> she screamed, Mo, Mo, no. Mo. Oh, he's still, to burn he's still, still, he's still, I'm still perfectly fine. I'm just in fire. Good thing I didn't draw myself. <laughs> oh, well. At least I still have my portrait of Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like they should make this with Kristen Wiig. She would be really good at this part. <laughs> yeah, honestly. She's like, oh, no, all those people I kind of didn't like and just met. That's sick. I want that as a tattoo. That would be, be That's cool. sick as fuck. Yeah, that's hardcore. Someone tattoo that on me. Fans? Now time for my come tribute. Perfect. Awesome. Top to bottom, perfect. Sweet. That's... A good cast is worth repeating.
What a perfect top to bottom. Oh, fucking, fucking hour yeah. 17, baby. That is how a movie is made. <laughs> Fucking, get in, get, get out. In, get out. Look, there's fucking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people in the whole fucking movie. Wow, that is a good low budget movie. Thank you so much to my guests, Peter and Tristan. Thanks for having and, me. And I uh, appreciate it. Please check them out online. Go support them live. And thank you so much to everybody here at Gas Digital Network. We love you guys very much. If you can't tell, I'm going to assume this was shot in Italy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll catch you next week. On Zach Miko's Midnight Spook Show. <laughs>